0: Brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome to another episode of The Real Estate Breakfast, available on iHeartRadio every morning and also on Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your podcasts from. Well, the week is fast disappearing. Like the year itself, it is already Thursday morning, the 17th day for November for 2022. And coming up, we're going to be talking to Matt Hasten and all about the Sydney real estate market, including talking about the rental returns and the yields, which is strong and probably fair to say pretty unrelenting at the moment. And the softer market is certainly contributing and drawing in investors right around the country to buy. Now, here's a question for you on this Thursday morning Do you remember ACDC song? let there be rock well if you do you might even know this bit of trivia and that is that the video was filmed inside a church in Surrey Hills which has recently sold at auction for 6 million dollars the owner purchased the gothic style building back in 1986 for 205,000 from the Methodist church so not a bad return on investment hey if you're celebrating your Birthday today for the 17th of November. The Canadian actress Rachel McAdams is turning 44. Danny DeVito is 77. And Martin Scorsese, the film director, is 79. And on this day, back in 2003, Arnold Schwarzenegger was sworn in as the Californian governor. And he used that word, I'll be back, to great effect because he was re elected for another term as the governor back in 2007. We talk with leading property commentators, with analysis, predictions, forecasts, and what's trending every morning from 6.30. It's the Main Centre Forecast with PRD. Selling smarter every day. And checking on your weather on this Thursday morning, mostly sunny today. Good morning to you in Sydney, expecting a high today of 21 degrees. In Melbourne, expecting a little bit of rain this morning and a high of 17. Brisbane, expecting mostly blue skies and sunshine with 27 degrees. And in Perth today, expecting some rain and your top today of 21 degrees. It's your weekday real estate breakfast with news, interviews and predictions every morning on the Real Estate Podcast. Well, we've had the federal budget and housing featured predominantly, but, and there is always a but sometimes, a lot of investors have concerns around the lack of more reform regarding stamp duty. And joining us this morning is Matt Hayson, Director of Real Estate Agents, Compton Hayson. And a very good morning to you, Matt. Welcome to the Real Estate Breakfast.
1: Very happy to be here. Thanks so much for having me.
0: So sticking with that stamp duty, how disappointing was the budget, do you think, for investors?
1: Well, it depends which way you want to look at it, of course. Yes, there's probably some disappointment there. I know stamp duty reform's been a large thing and it's been a topical thing which has come up and obviously they're focusing firstly at first home buyers, but the impost as you know um, with stamp duty moving in and out of investments with real estate is quite for a lot of people really puts them off considerably about making those investments and then opening up the opportunity for rentals and things like that so maybe there was something more in it but conversely it depends which way you want to look at it whether or not you're an optimist or a pessimist but the optimistic view would be well thankfully they didn't tinker too much in terms of um, what they might be doing with negatively gearing and things like that which has certainly been a topical thing which has been through governments in the past so I I guess you've got to look at it with the glass half full. It's the government. They haven't come at us too hard with any additional taxes or anything like that. So from that measurement, it's actually not too bad. Okay. So sticking with that
0: sentiment, more investors, they are becoming active in the property market. And I guess one of the drivers for that is no doubt right now where those
1: yields are sitting. Yeah, indeed. Look, that's one of the big things that we've seen. And, and obviously we you know, most rentals across the globe were smashed after the COVID period and there was a lot of rent reliefs and lots of things like that going on. So what we've seen in recent times and probably gathering quite a bit of momentum, which is interesting, isn't it, with interest rates rising, you would expect and you know, generally the cost of living and everything like that, which we keep hearing about soaring, you'd think people would be like, look, trying to hold back on wanting to lift rents just to keep their tenants in place. But we're actually seeing quite the opposite. We're seeing some of the fastest and most aggressive rental growth that We've seen, and I've been doing this for 26 years in our local markets, probably the fastest rate of growth I've seen from a rental perspective um, that I've seen in that time period. And as a result of that, yeah, investors are starting to see yields return to some level that maybe 15, you know, a decade to 15 years ago used to be the norm where, you know, it wasn't that long ago. Well, maybe it is. I'm showing my age here. Where, where we used to you know sell a property for $500,000 and you could almost say, oh, we'll get $500 a week. Those days were long gone and we hadn't seen them for many, many years. But all of a sudden, we're starting to see things like, you know, you sell a property for a million and you're starting to get $1,100 a week rent. So those yields are starting to improve, which is, um, you know, from an investor's perspective, is quite, quite attractive. Yeah. So
0: I guess that's one half of it, having a look at the, the rental yields. And the
1: softening market, of course, is the other half of the equation for investors. Big time. And haven't we seen that shift in the last six months as well? Again, probably the most dramatic decline in um, or downward pressure I've seen actually on real estate values, again, in that, you know, close to 25 plus years of real estate. It's just been so rapid and, and you have to, you know, kind of understand why you're just seeing such a, a sharp increase in interest rates. And typically, you know, for our investor or buyer around these parts, if they could borrow a million dollars in February, they're down to borrowing capacity down to around 600 Thousand, five hundred thousand, even in some cases. So, you know, you're seeing 40, 50 percent smashed off their borrowing capacity. And that's just naturally flowing through to what people are offering on properties. So, again, this is what's starting to bring investors back into the market, particularly for residential, where they're starting to see the yields improve, their buying power and what they could get in terms of bang for buck is improving. So, again, the quality of the assets which are now available. So, what we're starting to see in this market is real values lifting to the surface. And again, as an investor, it's important to kind of keep your eye on that because some of these markets which were previously locked out of are all of a sudden opening up again. For sure. And the
0: the yields, I mean, the rental yields, it's hard to know when the rental yields are actually going to slow down. So what about the dreaded interest rates and inflation? Because the investors recognise what is going on, but want to remain
1: active, I think, probably over the next six months at least. Yeah, look indeed. And look, any but I think anybody that's investing in real estate, hopefully they're getting pretty astute advice from their mortgage broker or bank or even financial advisor that would suggest to them to say, look, the, the chances are you'd want to be factoring in that the cash rate could lift another percent here in, in Australia. And therefore, can you absorb those costs? And then as we know here in Australia, APRA's got their um net another 3% on top of that in terms of you know stress testing somebody's borrowing capacity. So You know, if you can factor those into your costs and then still make an astute investment decision, then you're probably going to be pretty safe. Now, where interest rates rise, I think it was even on the radio here in Sydney today that the RBA have come out and said, we're no longer going to provide any more predictions about interest rates because they've been had such a horrible run of giving people advice and people have made really poor decisions based on, you know, it was only a year ago when you had the, you know, our head of RBA coming out and telling people that interest rates weren't going to go up until 2024. And people went and made and borrowed big on those kind of promises. And, you know, now they're finding themselves in some hot water um, Mm -hmm. based on how quickly they've flipped the switch on that. From an investor's perspective, I think it's just being level-headed, being sensible, make sure that you've got your finance in place, add a little bit of fat into it, because we do know that the cash rate's going to go up another, you know, half a percent, another percent, maybe even. So as long as you can factor that in, you should be pretty safe.
0: And what about the property market over the $5 million mark? I've heard it suggested that many of these investors are investing short term because they plan to move into these properties themselves. But that's uh, something that you're not really seeing so much of.
1: No, we're not seeing that trend so much. It might be the anomaly, um, certainly in our market where we operate through the inner west part of of Sydney, and we're selling, you know, considerable volume of property north of five million dollars. But typically, they're being secured by, you know, family owners or professionals that are looking to move into the property, um, because again, we work in an area where there's finite supply, so a lot of people will be looking at something and they'll be very comfortable in their existing home, and they'll only make a move if they can then find another asset which is, you know, the upgrade or suits their lifestyle to move into that thing. So therefore we don't see too many investors dipping into that market. Again, the cost, the stamp duty, all of those transitional things just to make that move, just make it a little bit, you know, I guess from a from a buy's perspective, there's a few things there that you want to be very cautious about in terms of those transition transactional costs. So yeah, so most of the buyers that we're dealing with are, are certainly moving in at that level of the market.
0: And Matt, what did you make of the ambitious plan in the federal budget to build these one million homes over five years from
1: 2024? Oh, you're asking a deep question here. Um, that would mean you'd have faith in the government being able to deliver on any project, which um, I think we can all look around in society now and think that they're probably pretty hopeless at delivering on most things. I think it's, look, the target and the plan is very good. I like the idea of social housing and looking after people that you know aren't as successful in life or just need that little bit of a lift and leg up and things like that. It's certainly probably been something that's dropped off the radar for quite some time, but there's just so many layers of government now and red tape and people with the differing views from you know all the elements from council from federal to state to local i mean just trying to get things like that off the ground i mean, it might be an ambitious plan but let's just see how they go about delivering it because there's just so many you know people now at the trough we'll see you know i don't have a lot of faith in government that's probably my view on it all but we'll see
0: Yes, and sticking with those homes that are going to be built, there's going to be a lot of infrastructure going on into them, so investors will be paying a lot of attention
1: in that space. Yeah, look, no question. I mean, all of that stuff is always attractive from an investor's point of view. If there's low-cost housing and an opportunity for people to buy in and get into an area which is a growth area or it has infrastructure getting built around it and things like that, that's what a lot of you know astute investors will be looking for. They'll be looking for those corridors because it's the investment on the way in is a bit cheaper. They can see that there's a long-term return and they can see that that infrastructure into the future is actually going to build their portfolio. So I, I, from that point of view, fantastic. Um, it's just whether or not they can complete the delivery. So that's, I guess, the question mark for it.
0: All right there, Matt. Well, great to get you onto the podcast this morning. No doubt you have got a busy Thursday ahead of you. So I'll let you go. And thanks for coming on to The Real Estate Breakfast. Yeah, my
1: pleasure to be here. Thanks so much.
0: We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.